Show us your tips. Pro Group Racing, Daggy and Beaver with you to look towards the big Stacked Eagle Farm card, including the re- some of the rescheduled Doombin features, as well as the support program from Caulfield. Beaver, what's going on? Oh, mates, just uh, keep rolling through the weeks um, as we sort of get towards the mid-year and uh, nothing nothing too major. Staying safe. Sounds about right. Um we, we after a decent enough midweek card, we um, nailed a few of the first starters and a few of our specials. I think all our specials pretty much got up, so it was nice to get through through there and build us a bit of a bank for today, where it is a massive card. Three Group 1 races. I think the rest of the card's all black type. Uh, the rescheduled uh, Zaki tribute race from last week pops up here, a cracking BRC sprint. So we'll get onto it. We're, we're back at Eagle Farm. They've moved there to... Track is a soft five. Incredible that that track holds up so well uh, with all the weather they've had. The rail is in the true, so it should play okay, Beaver. Well, you'd like to think that it'd play okay if the if the track rating is what it is and um, it's holding up that well. Um, should allow us for a good day's racing and uh, may the best horses win. That's all we can hope for. We kick off with the Phillies Group Two, 2100 meters, the Roses. How are we starting today? Yeah, um, haven't changed. Stick solid here with Barb Raider um, from from our tip last week. Uh, comes into this well prepared. Um, outside of one failure this time in uh, first or second, uh, that, that's a good point to that form for this. And again, this is this is a race with not a lot of depth to it. So Barb Raider's got some quality about it and. Uh, Drawn well should be super high to beat here. Yep, um, I will concur with that uh, for all the reasons we'd already discussed. But comes here, great run in the the Adelaide Oaks, and um, from gate three now gets a fantastic run right on, yeah. on pace. Very hard to beat. I thought the main dangers were uh, the other Melbourne horse, Belle Savoir, going well, and just a bit of different film here. And I suppose you have to, more I thought about it, you have to respect Smirk, who finished on the heels of Dynasties and Gypsy Goddess. Dynasties has since come to Sydney and won. So I think they're the main three, but I think Barbed Raiders is a good way to start the day. Race two is the Group 3 Premier's Cup over the 2,400 metres, where I started the form on this race wanting to get Steel Prince beaten. And the more I did the form on this race, the more I thought Steel Prince is going to win. Um, so... I have it on top. It does get Nash on as well, which is another tick. And I thought the main danger was uh, the uh, Soprano Supreme, who was gets back onto the dry, has had the 2,400-metre run, and was pretty brave up on the inside there at the Gold Coast. So, uh, But still Prince on top for me, Beaver. It's funny you should say that, because I did exactly the same thing. Um, I looked at Steel Prince and looked at the rest of the field and went, what, what can beat Steel Prince here? And I went through the form and then I went back to Steel Prince and I went, I can't really find anything that can, that, that stood out to me that's going to beat it. It's, you know, 110 from 33, nine placings. It's got an outstanding record, um, particularly over this distance, goes fantastic. Um, the last two runs have been pretty good, um, a lot to like about them. Um, yeah, I just think it's a better horse. The only thing that that probably doesn't go into its favour that it's form on soft softer tracks is not as good as when it's on, on a bit more top of the ground. So if there is a chink in the armour, um, 
it may be just the track condition, but outside of that, um, some pretty mediocre stayers in here. This one, Absolutely. the only one outside of this that I thought was splendiferous, um, yeah. two starts back was really good. I was a little bit disappointed um, with its run last start, but it did have to sort of sit up outside the pace there. Um, point in the PM was outstanding and that, that race had some depth. Um, but yeah, I don't know how, with such a tough run, that may have taken too much out of it. Um, so still prints for me. Um, good point you make here. Just always forgive horses get stuck outside lead. They just get beaten all the time. Um, anyway, we get to a race where talking about horses getting beaten all the time. This is full of them. The Lord Mayor's Cup, 1,800 metres, Group 3 apparently. Is any horse going any good in this race? No. <laughs> um, made it really hard, didn't it? I yep. was kind of going through this field and you go, hmm, you know, Big Boy Roy is the favourite. You know, some of these horses at their best are probably better than Big Boy Roy. I settled on Hungry Heart. Um, I thought it showed a bit more last start. But in a, in a better quality race, I'm hoping it improved, trial okay prior to last start. So based on that, I just went for Hungry Heart to improve a little bit here and beat some out-of-form horses. Sort of the story of the day is I think there's, there's going to be some horses that get back onto dry tracks after a long time that are going to improve. Um, problem is I'm not quite sure which ones they could be. I've, I've got Big Boy on top because I think it's going the least bad and has J-Mac. But uh, I can see something like Birdebeck getting away from heavy tracks, improving something like um, you mentioned Hungry Heart and even Galaxy Bell down the bottom, it's 50s, and uh, was going pretty well until the last couple where it got stuck on bogs. So um, sort of clutching at a bit of straws, but um, I am going with the favourite on top, but may have something small on those other two, Birdebeck and uh, Ian Galaxy Bell at a big price, but a tricky, tricky race. Race four is the size project. Possibly the possibly the worst group three of all time. There's been some stinkers this year, hasn't there? Jeez, there's been some bad group races. Anyway, what happens when you tire all the good horses after three runs? Uh, Produce... Well, there's not a horse here that's won a race in the last probably three starts. No. I'm just looking through now. Star of Michelin won a race 76 days ago. Had five starts since. And Big Boy Roy. And Big Boy last Roy. Last prep and Zaydani last prep. Six months ago, yeah. So, so someone's got, something's going to win it. Good on it. Um, the size produce stakes is a group two for the two-year-olds. Over 1,400 metres, a big, thick uh, card here. Who have you got on top? Yeah, big field here. Um, I've settled on political debates. Uh, I think it's drawn on the one that's perfect, can sit on the pace. Uh, got a little bit out of its ground last start, uh, got way back in the field um, and absolutely motored home when it got clear running up the fence. Uh, I thought that was an excellent run. I think it'll be further improved by that. Has has McDonald aboard um, rather than Pike this time in. Soft track won't hurt and I just think this is improving and can run an almighty race. And with the Wallace stable drawn an inside gate now, they'll think they can go forward. You know, they, they tend to go back from wide and uh, join inside. They'll think they're a real chance now. Uh, so uh, 
like what you've said there, but I have got Resonator on top. I think it's come back well since gelding. Uh, one, both starts pretty well. We'll go across. a big. It's a big field to get across, I know. Uh, but if Tim Clark can get control issue of this race, uh, I think it'll be in the finish. It's been tough and will give you a sight. And you've mentioned political debate, who I was going to mention. And um, have I got anything else here? The other Waller horse, Basquate, coming from um, the decent enough run at Hawkesbury and his 20 to 1 might be a sniff here. He tends to get them pretty much on point by the time they get third up to Queensland in these sort of campaigns. First group one of the card is the Doombin Cup over 2,100 metres. Wait for age race, which sees Zaki as favourite. We suggested it a win last time. It's now getting a drier track. It's getting the same field. Can anything beat it? Uh, I don't think so here, mate. Um, yeah, can't can't get past it. Just looks a uh, perfect race for Zaki, and uh, we'll go on its winning way. Not much to add. The Fred Best Classic over 1,400 metres is a Group 3 for the three-year-olds. Uh, another big field here. One of your favourites, Prince of Boom, is favourite. Uh, you think it's going to keep winning? Uh, I think it's going to be super hard to beat um, and we'll give a bold sight. Steps up to the 1,400 here, so that's certainly going to test it. Um, so that has me um, a little bit concerned. Uh, but, yeah, it's flying at the moment. I've gone for start to days. Um, actually, while it was a bit disappointing last start, I don't think it was the best of rides. Uh, got got way out of its ground um, and then finished off okay in a race that was just too hard to make up that sort of ground. I think it'll sit a bit a bit more handy. It gets the service of Jamie Carr aboard here um, and it's third up. I think um, that, that sets it up to be uh, primed and ready for this. So I've got Star Tontes on top. And then if I was looking for a bit of value, um, I think Alpine Edge um, could improve here as well. Being third up, uh, some natural progression. The last two starts, uh, finished three lengths behind Mazu last start, uh, finishing off nicely. I think it'll um, also potentially run a really bold race. Yeah, both good chances. I, I am going to stick with Prince of Boom. I think it's going really well. Uh, it uh, has... Yeah, gap the rest in the fight with Sword of State, who's not here since being retired. Uh, I think it'll be very hard to beat. Gets a nice run from there. And I think I've got to have something on Flying Crazy. I think that was a great win. It's going last start before that one well here and is, is going really well. And drawn to be, by this time, perhaps be the one that's swooping down the outside and will give you a sight. So they were the two for me here. Cordy kicks off with the Group One, uh, Group Three BRC Sprint. This is an absolute ripper, uh, tricky race. Again, a few that you've mentioned previously, Beaver. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm going for Emerald Kingdom uh, around the fifteen dollar mark. I think that's fantastic value for this race. Um, again, as I mentioned last start, it's last start win. It's held up, held up, got out late, and went bang um, to win that race. I think it sets up nicely again here. Um, there'll be a bit of pace on. We know with horses like Buffalo River, Taxu, so you can find a spot in behind them. As long as it can get some cover from gate 12, uh, I think it can be a real show when the whips are cracking at the end of the race. So I've got uh, Emerald Kingdom on top. I think Oscar Zulu is reasonable value as well. I think it can improve here um, and can be super hard to beat. Uh, that's who I've got on top here. 
15 bucks has to be a bet, Emerald Kingdom. It's a great bet. And I agree with you. Uh, you've mentioned Oscar Zulu, who was a tragedy at Gosford. Uh, comes here, again, outside gate. And um, a wider... Where are we here? Gate one, inside not gate. outside gate. Sorry, inside gate. I was looking at Blondo's gate there. Um, might be a concern by this stage. We'll need a good run, but I think we'll run really well. And I really like the run of um, Gospodent. It's come back pretty well since it's been gelded. And... Um, it's twenty. It's going to be twenty to one as well, so might give you a sight one potentially for your quaddies there. But the chances don't end there. Buffalo River's a chance. Storm Passage a chance off through the same form as the, as um, Emerald Kingdom. But cracking race. Race eight is the Group One Queensland Derby for over the twenty four hundred meters, where I am going to respect the lead up, um, the lead up run here. But I'm going to flip it. I think I've got Paternal on top. As my notes refresh here. Um, I think it would just be... Bet, where are we? Um, gets Bowman on. Uh, nice gate for the Waller stable. And it'll be absolutely on point here for Team Waller. From the horse that beat it, Dark Destroyer. And the other one that I mentioned that flew in New Zealand before coming here, which was Pinarello. Very impressive in the group two over there. Now it's now nearly six weeks between runs, is is the main concern. But that's the way I was looking at the race. Yeah, look, I think there is only three um, chances here, and they're the three in the market. Um, it would take something for one of something outside of those to probably win this race. Um, I've stuck with Dark Destroyer. I just think it keeps getting better each race um, and improving. Now it gets to fourth run in in on this prep out to the 2400 so gradually stepping up and each time's got better and better i think it can um continue to improve and be super hard to beat here so dark destroyer on top of me i think it's a really nice bet race nine is the group one kingsford smith cup over 1300 meters another ripper race uh have you are you able to dissect this one Oh, how good a race is this? Um, this is this is just an outstanding race when you get to horses like um, away game at at twenties uh, in the market. You know, ranch hand at twenty five. It's um, yeah, it's an unbelievable field um, and plenty of value in it. Uh, you know, the form lines are interesting. These are horses that uh, race been racing in good races and performing well. I've I've settled on Paul Leal. Um, yeah. So you think the Doombin Ten Thousand is the the right lead up? Yeah, I think that is the right lead up. I think um, its run against Marzu was outstanding. Uh, it's a it's a quality horse that's that just doesn't put in a bad run. Um, Marzu would start favourite in this, um, and it's it's ran against the uh, last couple of starts, then wasn't far behind Nature Strip. It just uh, is a good horse and a good consistent horse that won't put in a bad run. I think gate eight is perfect for it. It finds a good trail here and is going to be super hard to beat. On Trivier, it's going to go back to the tail again. So it's going to have to reduce um, a barnstorming finish. It did last start. Uh, it was outstanding. Um, and it has, has an amazing burst at, at the end. But... It's going to have to give away a big start, and and that's just it's hard to tip when horses in these quality races. You know, are going to be doing that. 
So I thought um, a polyol on top. One of the main dangers I had was isotope. Uh, it's had three runs on the the, the soft for three wins. Uh, goes good at this distance. Uh, and first last run was pretty good. Showed some serious improvement. It was come back in the field from you know, near the tail and finished off quite nicely against Marzu. It'll continue to improve. And we know that it flies up up at Brisbane. So um, it could be a really good chance around the $14, $15 mark. Yeah, cracking race. Uh, I'm scared, very scared of Paul Leal, uh, for all the reasons you've mentioned. But I'll, I'll be having something on a couple here at odds. Uh, away game might be the widest runner in the straight. And if we're able to swoop uh, at 20s, I think it's a great bet going really well. does need a win. But... Um, He's been honest all through some really good races there. First time to 1,300 metres, obviously a question mark as well. But uh, happy to find out. I think 11-11 resumed very well at Scone. Loves Queensland as well. Uh, and gets Bowman. And Ellsberg's another one that's going to be 20s. Um, There's been some, yeah, all the best Sydney stuff for the last um, for the last couple of preps. Comes here, Wide Gate and Nash. So um, I think... It's a great race. I'm happy to spec a few of them at, at big odds. Uh, on Trivier, we, like you said, I, I'm taking on a little bit. It has been okay, but it's going to go right back to last. So Paul Eels and Wayne, one I'm scared of, but going to spec those ones at a price. Uh, what very, have you got the speed map here? Uh, what have I got the speed map here? I think uh, Apache Chase will go forward. Um, Rothfire. Rothfire. Isotope will probably push wide, uh, push up. Um and Ranch Hand from inside gate might be forward. Ellsberg might be able and to Ellsberg. find a nice spot. It uh, may be, but yeah, I was, just wanting, I was just trying to work out the pace and, you know, Apache Chase from the six is probably going to lead, but Rothfire, Rothfire is going to probably fly across and across. Uh, Ellsberg can probably yeah. follow it across. Um, That's why I was really keen on Polio because I think he probably gets one off the fence sitting about 60. Yeah. Um, and I think that just gives it a perfect trial into the, into the race. Um, but yeah, it was just it was keen, and and you know there'll be some speed, which will help on trivia, right? Yeah. Uh, well, it, it um yeah, big fields tend to generate their own speed, don't they? So yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, cracking race. Uh, race ten. I'm looking forward to hearing your quaddy beaver. But uh, race ten wraps it up with the Helen Coglin Stakes over the twelve hundred meters black type for the girls. Uh, what have I done here? I I think I'm going to stick with Najmati. Uh, I thought it was a very nice resumption down south going. looks like it's come back quite well, this prep. And I uh, just wanted to stay away from the written beauty lead up. So found it on top from uh, from Volpine, which was a nice return as well. Uh, thick racer, not much more. Yeah, I'm not going to go through anything else there. What do you think? Yeah, another another tricky race, you're right. Uh, I've settled on Juan Diva. Uh, yeah. A double figure odds here. One brilliantly at Caulfield first up, and then wasn't disgraced behind Written Beauty last start. Um, I didn't think it was was as bad a run as what it may have looked. It finished fourth, but I think it didn't have a lot of luck in running there. I think it can uh, certainly improve uh, from that race. So I think uh, with some with some natural improvement here, Juan Diva drawn well can be hard to beat. Uh, Super scared of a horse like April Rain um, at this part of this time of the day. I think again it's drawn particularly well um, and can be super hard to beat. So I'd be looking at those two. 
Excellent. Massive car to racing at Eagle Farm. Do you want to do, we'll do your quaddy first there, Beaver? Yeah. Um, Good luck. Pretty wide quaddy. Yeah, pretty wide quaddy here. But uh, with any luck, we might get a collect. Um, so my numbers in the quaddy at start in first leg, I'm going numbers three, Emerald Kingdom. Number five, Soxagon. Number 13, Oscar Zulu. Number 16, Taxu. And number 12, Blondo. Yep. In the second leg, I'm going number two, Dark Destroyer. Number five, Pinarello. Number 12, Paternal. In the third leg, I'm going number 12 on Trivier, number 13, Paul Leal, number 4, 11-11, number 14, Isotope, number 11, September Run, and number 15, Away Game. And in the last leg, I'm going number 1, Babylon Berlin, number 9, April Rain, number 10, Juan Diva, Number 17, Najmati. Beautiful. Uh, I'm going to make, for progroupracing.com, of course, check them out, sign up for their mailing lists, uh, and subscribe here to get free tips twice a week, every week. I'm going to make my best on the day steel prints uh, and my value Emerald Kingdom in uh, in that sprint race. What have you done? Yeah, I've got my best bet, race eight, number two, Dark Destroyer, mm-hmm. and my value bet is also Emerald Kingdom. Oh, very nice. Uh, we head down south to Caulfield. We're going to go down to the dry Caulfield track there with the rail in the 11. Uh, let's watch to see if it is on pace throughout the afternoon, but it played pretty well a couple of weeks back with the rail in the 9. Um, just typical winter racing down there, but it looks like a couple of good bets on the card. We kick off with race 1, which is a 1,000-metre benchmark 100. We're going to kick off and forgive Dexalation's last start. Uh, pulled up lame. Comes in here. Got a, a claim for Alana Kelly. Gate one. So he should get last shot at Starry Legend. And I think fits in this race really well, Beaver. What have you made of it? I do. I think Dexalation is has got a major chance here. I actually come down to two, Zorro's Dream and Dexalation. Mm-hmm. Um, I did put Zorro's Dream on top, uh, just in front of Dexalation. But if I was... Um, my strategy here would be sort of 80% of my, my stake on Zorro's and 20% on Dexalation to get my money back. But um, that's that's the, the, the play here. I like it. Uh, race two is the babies over the 1,200 metres. Uh, what have you made of this race? Yeah, hard to line some of this form up here. Some first starters um, don't know a lot about. I like the win first first start for Proud Conquest. Uh from the Friedman stable, has McNeil on board here, one at Donald and one convincingly when well found in the market, sat on pace. Um, natural improvement, we'll see it in the finish. Um, agree. Yeah, I've got it on top as well, but uh, the unraced McCone, Mc, McEwen trialled pretty well, McCown, um, and a couple of others we don't know, so you know, not doing cartwheels be better in this race, but proud conquest on top. Pretty much don't do cartwheels at the best of times. But anyway, uh, race three is the mile. 
uh, handicap. What have you done here? Yeah, good little race, yes. Um, thought there was, you know, five or six chances here. I did settle on Oceana Blue um, from the Moody Stable. I thought its first up run at, at um, Sandown was outstanding. Uh, came home over the 1800 first up. Uh, uh, was well found in the market and flew home against Aravine, which is uh, franked that form. Uh, carried 59 and a half that day, so it gets a five and a half kilo uh, weight relief here with a claim. So um, it's, it's down about seven kilos on that run. Uh, it would be improved by that uh, over the 1600, so slightly back in distance here. But I, uh, I think it's a really nice bet. Uh, agree. Uh, I thought the main danger was uh, Chartreuse getting back onto a drier track from Gosford. Uh, has been going pretty well this prep. And again, there's another one that just sort of fits this race quite nicely. Uh, I think they're the main two. And um, pretty keen, actually. I think they're the two two main chances, and you can cover both. Race four, and throughout the rest of the card, there's a few Sydney siders popping up looking for dry tracks, I'm assuming. Uh, race four is the 1,100 metres, benchmark 78, where one have said Sydney siders is authentic jewel. Comes down here off the uh it cops some injuries in run it's going so you can forgive that before that resumed pretty well behind sacrimony uh and you're going to get about nine dollars on the day for a horse that's going to be on the pace at caulfield uh so on top from me and um very scared of and will back as well uh this gent gently which uh was fantastic debut and i suspect it's got ability because arafid have sent it to peter moody and not kept it in scones uh must go all right yeah, look, I've got it on top as well. Gentility, uh, outstanding first run. Um, had the one one at Mornington, well backed, killed them, uh, sent out to for a spell, and they've brought it back here. Uh, looks a quality horse to me. I think it's it's great value at four dollars. Um, main danger, Miss Belvani. Um, it was it was pretty good first up at Horsham. Uh, finished off nicely. And uh, from another good stable, so hard to beat it, but gentility a clear on. Getting into some nice form uh, is Peter Moody. Turns out he might have an idea on how to train horses. Just uh, back now, minor blip there, but um, I was just saying, Beaver, that getting into some nice form, Peter Moody, he might have an idea on training horses. Yeah, who would have guessed? Yeah, some, um, bit of a shock, eh? But uh, building a nice stable <laughs> full of some, some talented youngsters now. Yes, yeah, going well. It's getting some good horses. Race five is 1,100. Did I do my tips in that race? Yes. Race five is the 1,100-metre benchmark 78. Uh, speaking of which, he's got a talented one here in Diamonds in the Sky. Um, but I've got Selborough's on top. Coming down here from Sydney, back onto a dry track will suit it. And gate one means it's going to get a pretty nice run here with Brett Preble on. So a nice each-way bet for me in this race. What do you think of this? Yeah, I thought um, Selberus was going to be hard to beat as well. I thought um, yeah, it's been taken here from Gosford. Its last start run wasn't a bad one. Um, you always got to respect horses coming from Sydney to, to Melbourne. And that's why I also had... Darlena Bell as a as a danger as well, so I kind of had both of them and thought in a pretty 
again, a field that's got a bit of mixed form. Um, but both of those might uh, run well. But yeah, obviously, Moody's got the two um, in the market. Uh, well, the two favourites, but this is 650, the field here, so a wide field. Um, yeah, you could you could pick a few, you know, horses like Arapuni, Princess. Um, there's definitely a chance as well it can uh, run a good race. Um, it's, it's placed seven at its, its 13 starts and has a pretty powerful finish when it's on. Race six, benchmark seven, eight, over the 1,200 metre kicks off the quaddy. Nice deep field, but I was um, I was putting Sig Positano on top and can hopefully find a nice position uh, in running line close to the pace from that gate. Uh, going really well this this prep, and there'll be a bit of pace on with Jigsaw and the like in the race, which should suit it. Uh, so I think it's a nice each-way bet here in, in a tricky field. Uh, what have you done here? Something on Imperial Hilton if it does get a run and a jockey. Yeah, super chance here, Sig uh, Positano, you're right. But um, I've stuck with Jigsaw. Uh, bounced back to its best form last start, just jumped to the front and gave nothing else a chance. It's uh, Cranbourne, uh, gate 15 is, is is a little bit of a concern because it's going to have to use a little bit of petrol to get across here. But I think if, if Jigsaw drew gate five to eight or something like that, it'd probably be... $3.50, you're getting close to $5 here because it's got the 15. A um, couple of scratchings will probably bring it in. Uh, so I don't think, it, you know, it might jump from gate 12-ish um, on the day uh, with any luck. And I think uh, it's got enough juice to burn across and potentially just keep kicking in this race. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, Definite chance. Race 7, 2,000 metre benchmark, 100 uh, two hopes. Which way are you going? I'm going Bermudez. Uh, just was explosive last start at Warrnambool. Uh, beat a pretty good horse, Heart of Poussons. I know Heart of Poussons was first up over 1,700 and probably wants it a little bit further. But Bermudez just, um, it exploded. It just had the right run. I can see from the gate four here, it also getting the right run. 2,000 I think won't be a problem. Um, as you said, there is only two chances because the rest of the field um, stinks. Uh, 56 kilos, so it drops three kilos from that last start. And, um, yeah, really like it. Agree. Uh, real line chaser. It seems one of those horses and it gets a, a leader in its sights. It just loves to mow them down. So I think it'll be the case yeah. here. Uh, and you know what you're going to get with Grand Slam. It's going to be on pace, rolling along. And um, on its day, can destroy these sort of fields. But, yeah, um, I think Bermudez is a, is a very talented horse. Race 8 is a mile benchmark 84, where I'm, again, probably only two chances. I'm going with Hosier. Very nice resumption. We'll roll along on the pace. Alana Kelly on top helps. Uh, and give you a great sight from the main danger, Sir Davey, who's, who's been brave every start this prep. Uh, and you can, at the prices, sort of back each way. Very scared of Visionari. So I should probably say three chances. Yeah, three chances. <laughs> what have you done here? Yeah, Hosea on top for me. Uh, resumed um, very, very impressively. Um, it was never in doubt in that race and just cruised along at high speed. And again, second up here over 1,600. I think this horse has gone on to way better races than... Um, a benchmark 84. I think you've got, you're potentially seeing a, a high quality group horse here. And I think at the, at the price, it's pretty good. 
Beautiful. Race, we wrap up the card with a benchmark 84 over the 1,400 metres. How are we going to finish the day? Yeah, another, another tricky affair. I think, you know, you're looking at the fields here at, um, all day, you're looking for horses in the market. Um, you've got the resuming Diagolero here, um, showing some really, it's trolled okay, um, hasn't really been fully tested, but back in, back its last preparation, won two races, and they were pretty good fields, you know, but King Magnus yeah. um, by a couple of lengths pretty easily um, and then came out and beat Mankayan, um, another in another good race at, at Flemington. Uh, it has had quite a lengthy spell here. It's nearly 12 months, so I'm not sure why such a long spell, but um, Paddy Payne is flying, is the master, and I've got it on top. I thought one of the main dangers was Camborne. I think it can run... Um, much better uh, second up here. Uh, had some excuses first up uh, when it was uh, in the market. Not sure, maybe that just the, the extra heavy track um, took its toll, but I think it can improve here second up. I um, I agree. I've got Dagula on top, and that's nearly a year off, but it um, it's had a bunch of trials to get ready for this, so I imagine this is a target race to kick it off. Um, now they've got it up and ready. Uh, from Camborne, like you said, um, and back to Agreeable after that, but I think might be a talented horse. Caulfield Quaddy time. What am I going to do here? I'm going to go first leg. Three, Sacred Palace. Four, Sig Positano. Eleven, Jigsaw. And 16, 16, Blood Oath. Nineteen, Imperial Hilton. Two, Grand Slam and four, Bermudez. In the second leg... Then three, Hosier, six, uh, eight, Sir Davy, and 14, Visionari. Home with three first accused, uh, two first accused, three, Zoist, nine, Agreeable, 14, Diagula, and 15, Camborn. We've got a best end value at Caulfield. Yeah, I'm pretty confident on a, a number of the horses we've tipped there, you know, five or six of them. Um, but my best one is Hosier in race eight, number three. I think it's going to be the hardest to beat. Um, and my value bet, I think there's a fair few horses that's kind of a presenting value. Um, I've gone for Jigsaw, around $5. I think it's really good value in this race. I think you'd be getting uh, far less if it was drawn a little bit closer to the fence. So... I think um, Jigsaw for me. I, I'm i going to make Sig Positano my best. Uh, tricky race to really stamp, a tricky day to stamp a best, but it's a day I'm pretty keen to bet a few at value like we've talked about, and I'll make my value Selborose, uh, having said that. So around $9 mark for the wallet stable. Have you had a look anywhere else around Australia? Um, I have had a quick look at uh, Sydney, um, and I did have a couple of things that I thought were worth um, maybe having a look at. I thought the early early races of the card were pretty tricky. So I, ste- I steered clear um, of most of those. Uh, and I'm just having a look going through. I thought race six, number four, Democracy Manifest. Certainly think it's going to be super hard to beat. It just keeps getting better and better. So I had hit. I think Andabat um, can turn, turn its last start Failure around and win. I think the stable's got a pretty big uh, opinion of this horse and um, backing it up quickly. And 
I think uh, Kerwin's Lane in the eighth, around the $6.50 mark. I think it presents good value as well. Very good. Yeah, um, the, the first two you mentioned would be the two I would as well. Andermatt back to 1,100 metres. And uh, Democracy Manifest looks a talented horse. Uh, that has been Show Us Your Tips for Pro Group Racing. Thank you, Beaver. Good punning tomorrow. Same to you, mate. And uh, take care, everyone. We'll talk to everyone for our midweek show next week. Catch you soon.